foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And I want to read Romans 12, 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. So when it says, let love be without hypocrisy, kind of to me, that's an oxymoron. You can't really be hypocritical if you're loving someone, right? Well, you know, there is a meaning for the word hypocrisy in today's uh, dictionary that has to be with being two-faced. Okay. Not being genuine. Okay. Not being totally sincere, but play-acting. You know, when an actor is on the stage, he or she can play many different roles there Uh to put on the face that is needed for the part that they are playing. Right. Well, we need to be letting our face reflect just one purpose, and that is knowing God Almighty, who is the author of love. Okay. So, Sharon, do we play act in our life? Do we really love one another? So how are we hypocritical? I mean, give me some examples of how we can be hypocritical with our love. Ah, well, let's say we can be two-faced because we will entertain some evil with our good. Okay. That's being two-faced. And yet here in the very verse that you quoted, it says, abhor what is evil. But so many times we want to allow a little evil because evil is enticing. And the Word of God tells us that it's actually enjoyable for a season. But when it has reached its full growth, it brings destruction and death. Okay, so let me ask this question then. When I hear someone say that we're going to accept someone to come into my inner circle... Even though they are living in sin or they have a sinful lifestyle, I'm still going to bring them into my inner circle so that I can minister to them. That's how I'm going to show my love. All right. That's a very good perplexing question. Let's see if we can establish uh, the representative of the temple. You can very well bring them into the outer court of your life. Okay. But you will probably not bring them into the inner court. So you minister to them at a certain level of commitment. And there's some other ways that it shows here in this passage that you called us to. It says that we're to be kindly affectionate. Okay. But we may not be totally intimate with them and sharing with them our deepest secrets because that would actually give them probably grounds to just build a critical spirit. You know, you also need to know the roles. You can minister love to your children. 
mm-hmm. but your love for your husband will have different components. Okay. And ministering to your parents will have different directives. So now it tells us uh, over in Proverbs that we need to establish the fear of the Lord in our lives so we will have the wisdom to know how to deal with each different person that God has brought into our lives. I like your point when you say, if this person has been brought into my life, maybe you didn't go seeking them, Mm -hmm. but they were sovereignly placed there. So now I need the wisdom to know what God wants me to do with that relationship. And it may not be to bring them into my inner circle. Well, and Sharon, you know, we always like to go back and say, let's see what the context is and the content in this Romans 12 that you're talking about. We're really talking about how the body of Christ functions with differing gifts. Okay. So to know whether to allow the spirit to use the gift of evangelism to bring someone into a living relationship, how to use the gift of exhortation to encourage a believer or an unbeliever who is struggling and needs to really see the caring heart of God. Well, I think a lot of times what we do as Christians is we embrace evil and call it love because we're going to accept you and we're going to bring you into the inner circle of my fellowship then I am extending God's love to you. But really, we're going against what God calls love by embracing evil, right? You are right. We never embrace sin, Sharon. But as his children, we have overcome sin. So we are overcomers to whomever we are privileged to deal with. And it's up to the Lord to show us how he is using each of our gifts Mm -hmm. in whatever manner he wants. And you know what? We just can't be cookie cutter Christians. Everything is unique. Everything is different. And so then my exhortation is if we do not quietly wait on the Lord to ask him how he wants to display his love, because he wants to display his love, right, right? then we can miss the mark on how we are the tools and we can take it in the wrong direction. Such as some people say, you have to love everybody totally and completely. Well, but their definition of love is acceptance. And, and when you unconditionally accept whatever a person is doing, You have just robbed Jesus Christ of the absolutes that he has set down. He has conditions on his love. And I can be as simple as John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Here comes a condition. That whosoever Mm -hmm. believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So we misuse our words many times with the most sincere attempt to explain God's love. That's very good. I like the words when I refer to his love as that it is always steadfast. Okay. That it is everlasting. Mm -hmm. That it reaches to all that 
want to be a part of him. And by the way, here is a different way of thinking about love. Have you ever thought that God's love is actually shown in his wrath? No, you have said that to me before, but that is hard to wrap our minds around. It is, but it is his abhorrence to anything that is not true love that he will not tolerate. Right. He will not tolerate. He will destroy. And that is actually his loving intolerance to evil. Right. So we have to recognize his way of thinking of things must be in accordance as we see the whole counsel of God established in the scriptures. And And that's why it's important to go back to the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning of wisdom. And we have to be wise in how we display God's love. It can't be with our own understanding or our own thinking or the cultural definition of what love is. Well, there are several things that true love will make known to all. And that, Sharon, we have the assurance that we can rejoice with hope. That we do not have to be wondering about our destiny, about our future. Mm. Jesus Christ has made that available for all who want him. And he is our hope. And then another way that you can show love, and and this is to all, whether it's kids, husband, parents, mm-hmm. workplace, okay. is you can be patient with them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I find that this word patient in the Greek many times is expressed as applying to relationships more than circumstances. Well, I'll tell you, Janie, I feel loved when someone is patient with me and doesn't, you know, blow up at me because of some mistake I've made. So, And Sharon, special attention can give to those who will weep with those that weep. Mm. We have so much unexplained pain in yeah. today's world, and it's not limited to just local. It's state. It's national. It's worldwide. But don't you think, Janie, that verse 15 where it says rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep, to me that is a description of a compassionate, tender heart that just loves. And Sharon, to know the fullness of love, it has to be God's love. Mm. We do have people who show great compassion towards needy people that are not believers. Mm -hmm. They give of themselves. Look at our military. Not everyone in the military is a born-again believer. So true. But they are willing to lay down their lives. There is a sense of loyalty, of devotion, and that is to be considered worthy. But we know that if we want to really have our deepest needs met, We have to know God's love. Yeah. And, Sharon, it tells us not to be wise in our own opinion. And that is so essential because we can determine what our standard of love is going to be. And then we can give that out and still appear to be a hypocrite if our lives are not consistent. So, Sharon, as much as depends on you... Live peaceably with all men. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.